Hi, welcome to Convos with the Euros. I'm Daniel. And I'm Carla. We are a married couple sharing weekly conversations about God, family, ministry, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Last week, Carla and I were discussing um, a good amount of things when it comes to establishing a a healthy marriage. Um, And we're actually going to listen to part two now, um, where we are speaking mostly on creating healthy boundaries that will help reestablish or establish a healthy marriage. We hope you guys enjoy. So... Boundaries are also like really important because they help to protect what's inside the marriage. And you have to be careful because they they keep inside the good, but they can also keep out what is bad. Right. And I feel like we're always talking about, especially in dating, marriages, physical boundaries. What about emotional boundaries? Ooh, that's really good. So emotional boundaries are so important. I don't know. They're the main ones. Honestly, they are. Because if you really think about it, it's the it's the the lack of security and an emotional boundary that'll lead to the pursuing or not the pursuing, but that'll lead to the breaking of a physical boundary. Does that make sense? Like it, it's because mentally or emotionally or like in a in a in a in an emotional way, you let a person take advantage of you. Um, so that's what led to the physical boundary being crossed because emotionally speaking your boundary wasn't all there it starts somewhere and i think many times it doesn't start physically like abuse can even start i mean abuse oftentimes emotionally is yeah it it starts emotional yeah sometimes it's only emotional but you know sometimes mm -hmm. it starts there and it leads to physical um boundaries being crossed and it's sad It, it can be really sad but Man, this whole thing, you and that book with boundaries, that's some good it's stuff. It's so good. Like, I highly recommend it. And I've also been learning that we can feel so selfish um, with setting boundaries, but it's a God idea. And when I really read the examples mm, that this good. author provides, I was tearing up. I'm like, God created boundaries. Um, so and you never really think about it that way. No. And like when God created the heavens and the earth, just to give you the examples here, he created boundaries. They said that there was like darkness. It was kind of chaos on the, on, you know, on the earth. And so he created boundaries to where the, you know, where earth land stopped and then it became shoreline. And then now the sea and the sea could only come up so far. Like all of that is boundaries. He created the world with boundaries. Um, you know, he created a boundary when he created the garden of Eden and he put mankind there and he gave them the boundary of, Hey, you can have anything here. And I love how she explains that boundaries actually create freedom. Absolutely. A hundred percent. They do. And so God created this boundary of, Hey, you can have anything here, have at it, enjoy it, but you can't have from the tree of life. Like Mm -hmm. you have, you can't have from this tree. That, that was the boundary. And as soon as sin entered, because sin wants to cross boundaries, right. as soon as sin enters the world, then we see a host of other things enter the world as right. well. Um, so that just the, the whole boundary situation is, and, and it's something that we need to learn um, with all of our relationships. So it's not just in a marriage, it's not just in dating, engagement, but it's also with friendships and with uh, relationally speaking with your family, with your relatives. 
you have to learn how to have boundaries. And that sounds so, I mean, I feel like me as a Hispanic, um, I feel like that sounds rude. It's Um, anti-cultural to our culture. Super (laughs) anti-cultural. I feel like it sounds rude. Like, let's say I have this conversation with my mother saying, mom, uh, we're reading this book on uh, creating boundaries with family. That sounds so rude to say that. Sounds rude. Yeah, Excuse but it's me. not because but it's not. No, y- we, we have to protect those relationships, too. Right. And and I didn't I didn't used to understand this until Daniel got sick, because I had to get really strict about how we managed our time, how right. we managed our finances, because we were living such different lives now. Um, and so we really didn't have much extra to give as 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 harsh as that sounds. Woo, we were exhausted constantly i really i really think that that's a good um a good even something to touch on real quick um and i don't know if the book is going to get to it at any point but i would love for them to hear what what the book says or what your thoughts are um what about boundaries changing after a few years because that's exactly what happened to us we had to set certain boundaries because we were um we were not the first of all of our siblings to get married we were the second um, but we had to learn to set boundaries as, um, you know, newlyweds. Um, but at the same, like, and as newlyweds, you should, you, I mean, I'm not going to say what you should and shouldn't do because, you know, your choice, <laughs> your choice but, but like, I felt like when we got married, um, we set very strict boundaries of like, we prioritize us first. Right. We come and, first. And the marriage then, comes first. Like, for example, like I'm just going to give a practical example because I'm a very like example person. That's how I get things yeah. or concepts. So, for example, we we would set out date nights. So when we first got married, Daniel worked um, at a retail pharmacy and he got out really late yeah, um, from most work. Of the time, like at 11, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And your schedule was all over the place too. He worked every weekend, many times, both week weekend days yeah. um, where I worked every other, I worked every Saturday actually. So I could go to church Sundays on Sundays. Off. I made that arrangement, but I worked in the hospital as a nurse. So I had 13 hour shifts, many times turned into 14. So there would some days like would go by where like literally we didn't see each other it was just nighttime and that's it i would go to work at six and he would get home at 11 see me for five minutes say hi maybe eat something and then he'd go to bed and yeah. like we didn't see each other and so we created this boundary of like okay we are gonna set these specific date nights and untouchable untouchable yep. by anybody and so sometimes like our family or friends would have like make like last minute plans and call us up and we would be well honestly today's date night so yeah, we, we can't. can't go and we wanted that was that, that used to get me really kind of sad because i'm like we I, wanted to and go. sometimes we did um but sometimes it was like no it's been a rough week we haven't seen each other right. and like we want to go to the movies together and it's just us right. you know so we created that boundary of date night is untouchable. Um, if we create plans together and they were set before on other things and those plans stay. Um, and that was, that was a boundary. And then I feel like, uh, that was something that it was like pretty serious for us. And now that time has progressed, a few years have gone by. Um, and the situation that we are currently in, we've had to establish new boundaries. And I think that, um, as a marriage getting together and discussing the um maybe a shift in boundaries or new boundaries readjustment of boundaries i think that's very essential very essential 
That's good. That's good. We, we they do they they change sometimes. They like do. sometimes you're in a season of life where you want to hang out more with people, and your other seasons where like we just want to be together. Or and, what about when you have kids? Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely gonna change things. Around. New a new job. Um, you might have to move to a different state. Like there's so many things to consider. Um, and a reestablishment of boundaries, I think, is very healthy. Very and very something. Healthy. Else, Daniel, because you're, you're mentioning how healthy they are. Something else that this book has been really, really teaching me is that boundaries prevent chaos. And I was like, That's whoa, I, I never saw it that yeah, way. I, I see it that way. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't when we don't set boundaries, it's like anything goes. Yeah. Willy nilly. And it's so important in a marriage to really be like, no, not everything gets to come into our home. Right. Not every opinion gets to come into our home. Not everyone gets to have a say in how we raise our kids. Like we don't have kids yet, but like we're really going to be strict about, you know, this is what we believe is right. And if mm-hmm. we ask for advice, then we'll receive it. Um, And even, ooh, ooh, I, I'm going to go there. Go there. Um, are you going to go there with me? Do it. I'll go. Thanks. Right. Um, So even around medical advice that people try to give us. Mm-hmm. So I am a registered nurse. Um, Daniel worked as a farm tech for a while. So he, like we, we, we I know my way around, you know, uh, and understanding the medical side of things. And in this season. And my you know, father dealt with cancer for a few years. So you're not new to chronic illness. No. I'm not new to chronic. I mean, I'm new to it in my home, but Daniel isn't. He knows what what it can be like, and yeah. I know medically what it's like. So yeah. very seldom do I need to ask for advice about medical things, and that's not to sound prideful. Like, no, guys. it's a ble- You have no idea the, the blessing it is. Like, it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to speak because I don't want you to think, oh, my God, this just sounds prideful. It's not prideful. The, the amount of relief in this home because of Carla's education is unmatched. I'm not even like trying to exaggerate. I don't know how we would have made it as a home if Carla wasn't the the medical professional that she is. Uh, honestly, like, of course, I'm not going to let her say this because she's going to be like, oh, it's going to sound weird. No, I'll say it then. Honestly, there's a lot in this home that goes right because she's a good nurse. She is it's just hands down. Anyway, continue. And I appreciate that. I don't think I'm the smartest cookie on the platter, but I think you are. Um, but but I I'm so grateful for Chocolate the career choice that I made. So good right now. Why? Yeah, well, I'm hungry. Me too. <laughs> Last episode we were talking about grapes, and I got hungry for grapes, and now he wants chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Maybe we'll have to make a little, a little grocery quick run. run to Panera <laughs> or something. Um, but. Honestly, like I'm so grateful that I chose this career path. I think God led me here because it has never come more in clutch like than it has Mm -hmm. now. But it's it's so important like to have boundaries around giving you advice. Medical thank you. I was looking for the scroll and I see it now. Yeah. (laughs) But um like people try to give a lot of advice and like we are very careful about giving medical updates to people we do here in public and stuff like that but there are some updates that we we keep to ourselves because you know it's diagnoses that we are still processing through and coming up with plans and so we don't like to share a hundred thousand percent that's a boundary by the way you don't Um, have to share everything and then i'm an extremely private person like i am i am very very private and daniel is 10 times worse than like you guys have like i think there are i'll tell you right now hold on what there are 
um <laughs> are you one two three four five six there are six people that get all the information from me 24 7 that's it and those six people <laughs> are all my family <laughs> that's yeah. it my mother my sister my brother um my brother-in-law and my wife that is it uh, and well, i don't i don't like going beyond that and, and, and even then there's times where my mother has to call me and say um you haven't given me any updates in a while what's going on or I have to be the one calling her and telling her that Daniel told He's you, in the hospital, by the way. Yeah. That he tell like like this guy is something else because he he really is very private and extremely. I'm not as private, but I even I am still pretty very, very private. So it's like funny because you know, we're we do the podcast and stuff like that. I know, I know. But it's so interesting. There's so yeah. much that you have to have boundaries to around what you share. Um, but, and yes, I've always been this way. I know that people are like, I wonder if this was because of his dad's passing. No, even before my father passed and the cancer, I've always just been a very private person. But I think that's just wisdom, honestly. Facts. But like when it comes to like the medical stuff, like I said, we don't share everything, but when we do, then we're careful who we share it with mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people be. will say the, and this is going <laughs> to sound harsh. Say the silliest things. That's, go, that's go better. Yeah, I'm going to go with silly. silly. <laughs> It's funny. But people say insensitive things. Extremely insensitive. I'm gonna say they say dumb things. People say dumb things, and I've learned that it like to let it go because if not, I'm gonna end up very very angry. When are we going to Disney? It's soon, right? Yeah. When? Friday? No, I wish <laughs> like in a month for oh. my birthday. Oh, there you go. That was random. Sorry. I was thinking about Disney. I'm like, when are we? Are we going this week? Um, anyway. but yeah, but even even that, like, you know, because people people judge what they don't understand. And oh yeah, yeah, that's that, and that's everybody. So don't feel bad that we're saying that. Everybody does that. Yeah, everybody does that. Like we've gotten all kinds of like advice on like if we say that Daniel's going through this or whatever. Like we we had it happen recently. You know that we said Daniel's struggling with this health struggle, and I got cornered by someone, and oh so they mad. gave me it's like they they had the solution and they had none of the backstory as to like the doctor already knows what's going on. We don't need the solution, but yeah, thanks. It's frustrating. Or or they tell me things like oh yeah that's so sad that he's like going through renal failure. My aunt died from that. Yeah. I was like, okay, are you thanks. kidding me? So like, sweet. why would you say that? Like, we just, like, it's just, like, why <laughs> would you say that ay, ay, ay. to the wife? Like, this is so bad. Like, yeah. and then I don't really have much patience for those type of things. Daniel kind of, I think because of what you went through with your dad. Do you think that's why? Oh, facts. No, it's not just what I went through with Poppy. It's, you just have um, a better it's my temperament. It's not a personality thing, Carly. You have a wonderful personality. I know. I do. It's my temperament. I'm just. I don't have your temperament. I le I don't I don't let things phase me because honestly, I've made plenty of mistakes in my life too, and I've said some really really stupid things, and I just hope that other people that have heard me say stupid things to learn to forgive me, and I I try to do. Also, oh, you dish out what you what you hope is given to you. I think that's how everybody should live. It's just what's yeah. fair. It's the golden rule. Is how you want to be treated come on if jesus said it yeah. no but um i i really do do think we you know we set boundaries around things like that to protect our own hearts too yeah. because 
I, like I said, he has a temperament for it. I don't. Um, like one time, <laughs> I don't even, like I want to tell so many stories Go right ahead, now. Okay. But Go like one it. time, someone came up to a family member of ours who oh, lost Lord. someone they loved. And they lost them in a very, honestly, like very difficult way. Yeah. Um, and this person proceeds to tell them, oh, you know, I totally get what you've gone through because I'm going through it right now. I have the same illness. Guys, it wasn't even near the level of mm-hmm. illness that her loved one passed away from. Like nowhere near his was curable. It was like her it was loved like, ones obviously wasn't. It was like a brain tumor versus an ingrown nail. Like it wasn't even on the same level. And for this person no, to go that. on and on about what they were struggling with, I like Daniel stayed there with that family member and I walked away. I'm like, I'm about to explode. Like I couldn't even fake it anymore. And I just walked away. Like and I don't this, care if it was rude. This guy's talking about his his ingrown nail and how it hurts so much. It's just an example. That's not really what he was talking about. Yeah. But he's talking about his ingrown nail and how much it hurts. And I'm like, are you serious? Like what we're dealing with is way worse. I ran. I ran because I needed to keep my salvation. Yeah. The Bible says to guard it. Yeah. And, and this was um <laughs> it was a few this years was ago. Before we were dating. We were dating. We weren't even married. Yeah, mm. we were dating. Man. Anyway. Anyway, I ran for my life. I said my salvation's worth a lot to me, so I'm gonna <laughs> walk away. I'm gonna protect my, gonna my emotional away. my emotional capacity right now. <laughs> but yeah, you you know, sometimes you're just gonna keep boundaries around what you share with people. Yeah. Um we we do and then you know it's okay and and you can feel when you've shared too much you guys ever been in that situation yeah you walk away you're like oh, i shouldn't have said that you feel exposed you're like yeah. i feel like i'm getting burned at the sake right now like i shouldn't have said that yeah <laughs> i shared too much with someone that didn't deserve the access and we can get into that as well daniel like why why should we limit the amount of access that everyone has to us and why can't everyone have the same access to us because not everybody has good intentions good yeah it's it's just a solid truth not everybody has good intentions um and even those that have good intentions sometimes don't know what to do with the intent no don't know what to do um i can i can cry and complain till i'm blue in the face to each of those six members of my family like i was telling you guys earlier uh but if they don't have the answer for me which honestly they don't not when it comes to the situations that we're going through and it's not because um it's not because they're they're dumb or they're uneducated. No, the fact of the matter is I'm in renal failure um, and they cannot fix that problem for me. Um, so you, you need to be smart on that aspect. It's not that you're I'm hiding what I'm saying or I'm, I'm sheltering what I'm saying or I'm being overprotective of myself. But I just understand the situation because you can certainly use boundaries in a bad way. Like you said, over yes. sheltering or over like like <laughs> when I was growing up, we had a youth pastor that used to say, you're supposed to guard your heart, you know, when it comes to dating and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. were teenagers. And he says, you can guard your heart, but don't be Alcatraz. My goodness. Right. And I think we can get like that in our relationships where, which is why boundaries um, are great in marriage, but also within all our relationships, because we want to have healthy relationships. They bring fulfillment to our lives. Most, most, um, most fences have gates. What? Oh, gates. Yes. Doors. Yeah. Entry points. Yeah, and you have the ability to control what comes in and what stays out. That's good. And I think that's wisdom. That was a nugget, babe. That's true, though. It's <laughs> wisdom. That was good. It is. It's wisdom. And um, and especially when we're talking about um, from an emotional standpoint, um, create those boundaries, build those gates, and those, I mean, build those fences and those boundaries. But 
create gates, entry points for people to be able to come in and love you fully so that you can love them yeah. back, you know, because it's yeah. a two way street. You're letting them in, which is me saying, I love you so much and I care for you so much and I admire you so much that I want to let you into this part of my life. That's a big deal. It's a really yeah. big deal. And, you know, to me, that sounds like calculated risk of allowing, like, we can't become so closed off mm -hmm. in the name of boundaries, because that's an unhealthy boundary. Honestly, if you're closing people off, they're not meant to push people away, but they're rather to create the safe place for love to really flourish. And like something, like I said, that I, I, I'm telling you, I'm learning so much in, in this book and, and really in my own life and, and what we've gone through is that. Mm -hmm. Like we can really use boundaries to try to hurt others or we can use boundaries to create a safe place that love can truly flourish. And loving people unconditionally does not mean unconditional access. Like it mm, means, that's good. you know, it means I love you enough to protect this relationship by setting a boundary. That because if so you good. keep hurting me, I will, I will cut it off. Right. Like we will no longer be friends or we will no longer be, you know, in communication or whatnot because family is family no matter what, but you can limit, you know, the access that is had to you or a friend, you can break that relationship. So yeah, I, I love that you say that because you can have the fence, mm -hmm. but you can have the, the control of who gets in and right. who gets out. But of course, never in a way to hurt people. It all comes down to like your intention and protecting yourself. And you know what you need to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, who's making your, your, you know, making you feel unsafe emotionally and even physically. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I love that analogy. That yeah. was good. Yeah, it's it's I like what you said that um people can use boundaries to purposefully hurt others. Mm -hmm. That's so bad. You're you're making you're making life worse for the both of you or all the parties involved when you are creating a boundary in order just to get back at somebody. That's not wise, especially in a marriage. Um, and the first thing that comes to mind is um intimacy when when a spouse creates uh, a boundary of i'm not gonna let you touch me because i'm upset at you or um i'm not gonna be um loving and that's rooted in fear yeah you like don't be when hurt. our spouse hurts us yeah. it's really easy to start cutting them off and in many ways you know and not saying, just sexually speaking, yeah not not just in that sense but like emotionally like yes. you know oh you know we're not gonna talk or punishing them too you can punish with boundaries and that's right. just not not treating the, your spouse like mm -mm. a five-year-old that's that's weird. boundaries are meant to protect they're not meant to punish that's like such an awful thing to do it's manipulative and and it, it really wears down a relationship erodes it um because i i i tend to do that i tend to be like well i'm not gonna talk to you or i'm gonna be mean or whatever well, sometimes we need to, to do punish. that to, to cool down yeah sometimes and you that need makes space. sense yeah, yeah sometimes like if you if you if you want to take a step back because you know that you are prone to being extremely explosive like kudos to you for understanding you and taking a break and taking a breather yeah but you have to come back to that eventually Yes. Which and I feel like you're really good at. We're good at here mm -hmm. at home. Yeah, because I, I, I have a very different temperament like we were talking about than Daniel. So I do need to like walk away so I don't explode and, and say something hurtful. Um, but definitely I I really do think that we have to be careful about how we use boundaries. Like we yeah. don't have to punish people. Like and that comes down, like I said, to fear and control. Many, many of us want to control how other people act. We want to control uh people's reactions or if people don't react in ways that we wanted them to or don't say things like we wanted them to. 
we can actually get into this really bad cycle of like uh, controlling people's reactions and being angry when they don't mm -hmm. act the way we want them to act. But people have free will. They're not robots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that'll that'll lead us to a good um, sort of culminating point yeah. for, for this episode. Um, Marriage is such a beautiful thing. And I think we re really want to encourage people, even our, our season of difficulty, to to have healthy marriages. Right. Because it's so fulfilling when we choose it to is. lay down our stuff. You just at the feet of God and, and tell God, just help us do this right and in a God-honoring way. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you get to do it with someone else. Like this walk, this life, um, when the Lord blesses you with a, a spouse who is going to be there with you. Um, and you create strength through boundaries. You create strength through love. It's just what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't forget to listen to part one of this episode, which will be the episode before this one. And then we'll have links to the book that we were talking about earlier down below and to our YouTube channel. So yeah, thank you for listening and yes. we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye.